just like lunch in a picnic basket, you can take your learning on the go. It's time for the Podcast PD Picnic. Hmm, what's in here today? Hello everyone, welcome to the latest edition of the Podcast uh, PD Picnic. Uh, this is Josh Allen, uh, one of your co-hosts uh, for the podcast. My topic for this uh, for this week is creativity, and I have brought a friend of mine, Devin Shoning, in to uh, enlighten us a little bit with that. <laughs> so, Devin, when you want to introduce yourself, sure. Uh, my name is Devin Shoning. I'm the uh, K twelve instructional technology program lead for the Council Bluffs Schools in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Couple questions. Um, you know, you've been uh, in this role for how long? About a decade. About a decade. Yeah. Over the, over time, why have why has creativity been such a key component of what kids do, or why do you feel that way? We've had these conversations off the podcast, so mm-hmm. I can skip that part of it. But <laughs> what what is why is creativity important? Yeah, I think creativity is important because it's it's really a way of thinking. Um, you know, we we try and think about it all the time, and you know, how do we create these these experiences for kids? And, and the hard part is I think all too often we, we create individual projects or assignments and think we're providing kids with some opportunities to be creative. When really creativity is kind of an ethos that lives within a classroom or within a school or within a district uh, and it's just the way we do business. And so what I think that allows, why I think that's important, is it provides opportunities for kids to, to kind of get into this this mode of thinking creatively, which allows them to solve problems in lots of different ways. Um, too often, I think assignments and, and projects in school is is linear in that we're all going to get to the same place and we're going to do it pretty much the same way. Yeah. Um, and what we really need is just is more creative thinking. And I think that's what it promotes. I think Chris Lehman talks about that when he says you're making a, a recipe instead of a instead of a project. Yeah, are you a cook or are you a chef? Right. Right. Yep. I mean, we're we're both going to make a chocolate cake. Uh, one of us, me, is going to follow the directions to a T because I don't know how to make a cake otherwise. Right. Um, whereas you know somebody else might make that same cake and 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 be willing to because of the content they've learned. I think that's the thing that gets lost sometimes. Sometimes we think that creativity means that there's this lack of content learning or this lack of some linear processes in education. It's not, right? We learn these the content, we learn the structures, we learn the processes, and then we apply them creatively so that when someone else is making that same chocolate cake, they understand the elements that need to be in a cake. And they're going to tweak things just a little bit, right? They're going to they're going to try something. They're going to add another, you know, another little spice that I didn't even know about because it's not on my recipe. Right. Um, but they know that because of other things that they've learned. So I think that's that's something that we think about too. Is that creativity is not, um, it, it's not void of content learning. Right. It's not void of having an understanding of how things work. Uh, it's those things have to work in tandem. Well, and I think you know you bring up a great point. We'll just stick with the cake theme because it's <laughs> always time for dessert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we live in this. So many of our schools are. Uh, based around standardized testing, where everyone's cake should look and taste exactly the same. Yeah. So how can we encourage teachers to add that extra spice, like you said, or, or you know, add, add their own little flair to these assignments so that kids can have some creativity? Yeah. I think the first thing we have to do is, is separate those two things. Um, 
I've, I've thought a lot about and probably talked more than I should about standardized testing over the last decade or so. It's not the test so much that I have a problem with. Um, it's what we end up emphasizing and valuing around those standardized tests. So if we were to believe that creativity is, is an important uh, piece or factor in, an, in education, then we have to value those things too. And we have to emphasize them and share them and uh, recognize them the way that we do standardized testing. So what happens around this time of year, every, every year, mm -hmm. is schools start having special events to get ready for testing. And we have special rules, make sure you get your sleep tonight and make sure you eat a good breakfast. And um, you know, if everybody grows, we're gonna have a pizza party. Right. Um, but we don't do those things for, all, for, for, for creative endeavors. Um, we don't recognize it in the same way. It's really easy to tell what, what a, a teacher, a principal, a school values based on what they recognize and share. And if what you see from them all the time is either getting ready for the test or taking the test or how we did on the test, um, then, then you're really seeing what they value. That you have for you know, making teachers' life easy but also giving kids those opportunities. So a couple of things I think about a lot. Uh, first is there has to be some, and, and I emphasize some, choice in what they're doing. So that doesn't mean that, that the teacher doesn't control some of that. It doesn't mean that we don't set some parameters. It doesn't mean that we don't have you know, a, a rubric or examples of, of what this looks like when it's done really well. But it means that there's some choice and, and the kids have some ownership over how they share that information um, that they've learned, how, they, how they've internalized that, how they've reflected on it. So that's, that's kind of the bigger overall. In terms of like individual um, pieces, you know, I was just working with a, a coach and a teacher today um, and, and they were looking at this, this unit they have in math coming up where it's really about building bridges, uh, like actual bridges. Uh, and it's kind of an engineering and design kind of thing that's, that's within their math unit. It's a third grade classroom, I think. And um, what we really started looking at is, okay, how can we take what's in this, this pamphlet that they get, this kind of booklet that has information about it, how can we take that and make it a little more real? So in part, and some of this gets to, to actual creativity and, and the construction of what they're learning, but some of it also comes in, how do I interact with content? So instead of looking at this pamphlet, we're building a, a really simple Google site. Uh, within that site for one type of bridge, um, we're gonna have some 360 photos uh, that we do in Tour Creator that kids are gonna be able to go and, and kind of look around and, and maybe have a simple Google form that they can answer some questions using the vocabulary. Mm -hmm. On another page for another type of bridge, um, they're gonna have like some Google drawings, right? Where they're gonna have to go in and, and label and move some things around and, and use the vocabulary that they're learning in um, in that unit, um, learning, uh, share the concepts that they're learning about bridges and, and, and the different things that they have to do to create a bridge that's not gonna fall down, uh, that's not gonna break under pressure. Um, and so that's kind of one way that they'll be able to show that knowledge. And then the third one was they're gonna have to kind of record themselves talking about those things. So the other kind of bridge to kind of articulate their understanding of what that looks like. They're gonna have to go find some examples of that, do a little recording of some kind, either a Screencastify or maybe a Flipgrid or something, um, where it's them talking about it, right? So this idea that, that it's not just about creativity in the, probably the, the way that most people think of it. Uh, artsy. artsy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it is, it's creative in the way that we respond to things. It's its creative in the way that we interact with content. Uh, it's There's creativity in how we um, apply the knowledge that we have. And it's not always about this, this glowing product, the diorama at the right. end. 
Um, it's about, oh, the, here's a kid talking about that. Here's a kid creating a, 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 a tour creator uh, of their own, a virtual tour of their own, of different bridges around the world that, that are examples of span bridges and, uh, and arc bridges and all these different kinds of bridges. So I think there are just ways that we can utilize the tools that we have at our disposal all the time to have kids interacting with these things in creative ways and sharing in creative ways. And I think we can agree that that's harder sure it as does. a teacher. Absolutely. But I think we can also agree that you're going to know a lot more about what the kids know and they're going to be more engaged than if they were filling in a bubble sheet. And that's the hard part, right? right. So the hard part is, yes, it, it probably is harder um, to technically make these things happen. But what I, well, the questions we try to ask all the time are, why are we doing it? Right. <laughs> is yeah. the purpose of doing this thing simply to get through it and to, to have one, one thing at the end that kids do? Or is it for kids to kind of, you know, um, be enriched by that experience? Yeah. Um, for them to have, have something that's memorable and sticky about that thing that makes, yeah. it, that makes it memorable, that makes the content stick? Um, that part gets in the way sometimes, and, yeah. and, and I get it. I mean, I, I'm not, I am certainly not saying that, uh, that it's easy to do or that, that everybody should be doing it. And the other thing is that not everything has to be that way. Right. Right, so yeah. there is going to be some kids learning. Kids get bored with that too. Absolutely. Right. So there's some learning that's that's linear, right. and there are some things that we're going to do that are that are, we're going to follow these steps, and we're going to create this thing, and you're going to you're going to show me what you know. Right. But how do we make sure that we we include these other ways that kids can creatively express themselves? And, you know, again, in, in its very simplest forms, those things can be done by having kids write, by having kids record, by having kids, um, you know, create. Um, products that can be shared with audiences. I mean, there, there is not one way to do it. Yeah. Um, the beauty of this is that, that creativity comes in lots and lots of forms. Right. Um, and, and I don't think there's, there's anybody, you, me, or anybody else, who can say, this is the way to do it. Right. Um, creativity is a, is a process. It's an ethos. And, and we probably just don't have enough of that. Awesome. Devin, thanks for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.